节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I am John Van Trieste, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. Taiwan's envoy to the United States, Xiao Bi Kim, holds a meeting with U.S. State Department official Song Kim on Wednesday in a location being seen as especially significant. President Tsai Ing-wen thanks a team of officials for securing over five million doses of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine for Taiwan, and the Taipei City government follows the lead of neighboring New Taipei City by starting to enforce emission standards for vehicles entering special air quality protection zones. But first, today's top story. Taiwan's envoy to the United States, Xiao Bi Kim, has met with U.S. State Department official Song Kim on Wednesday. Kim is the Biden administration's Assistant Secretary of State for East Asian and Pacific Affairs. The meeting is being seen as a good sign for the future of Taiwan-U.S. ties because of where it took place inside the U.S. State Department building. Until recently, U.S. officials had always scheduled meetings with Taiwan's envoys in low-key, unofficial locations in order to avoid offending China. Xiao attended another meeting at the State Department building last year during the Trump administration. The fact that another such meeting has taken place in the building in the early days of Joe Biden's presidency is being seen in Taiwan as a sign that the significant advancements in bilateral ties made under Trump are here to stay. In another significant move, the U.S. State Department's Bureau of East Asian and Pacific Affairs publicized the meeting, tweeting a photo of Xiao and Kim together. The tweet described Taiwan as a leader in democracy, as well as an important economic and security partner of the United States. The tweet also said that the United States is working to deepen its ties with Taiwan. President Tsai Ing-wen has thanked a team of officials for securing over five million doses of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine for Taiwan. Health Minister Chen Shih-chung confirmed the deal in a press conference on Wednesday. The U.S. company expects to start delivering the vaccine doses in the middle of this year. Research suggests that Moderna's vaccine has an efficacy rate of 94 percent. In a Facebook post late Wednesday, Tsai said that securing such a deal at a time when countries around the world are trying hard to get their own supply of COVID vaccines has not been easy, and Taiwan's success in getting these doses is down to the hard work of its officials. She also restated the government's plan to buy COVID-19 vaccines from multiple foreign manufacturers while continuing work to develop vaccines of its own. Already, Taiwan has announced that it will also receive 200,000 doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, though it remains unclear when that shipment of vaccine doses will arrive. The Taipei City government has followed the lead of neighboring New Taipei City by starting to enforce emission standards for vehicles entering special air quality protection zones. The 2018 Air Pollution Control Act allows local governments to designate zones where vehicles that fail to meet certain emission standards are banned. New Taipei took the lead, becoming the first local government to create and enforce such zones in September last year. Taipei came next, establishing its own air quality zones at the start of the year and beginning to issue fines in February. Included in the Taipei zones are the areas surrounding six major tourist attractions. Thirteen other cities and counties are drawing up their own plans for such zones in an effort to combat air pollution. 
The zones in Taipei and New Taipei are enforced electronically, with cameras scanning the license plates of all vehicles entering and exiting air quality zones and automatically checking emissions testing records. Fines for motorists driving substandard vehicles in the zones are also issued automatically. Under the law, these fines can reach as high as 60,000 NT dollars, or 2,142 US dollars, though Taipei is giving out smaller fines to first time offenders based on the type of vehicle they are driving. Taipei's Department of Environmental Protection estimates that the control zones will lead to an annual reduction of 27 tons of PM2.5 particulate matter in the air. With the Lunar New Year nearly upon us, transport links between Taiwan and the outlying Penghu Islands are being stretched thin as islanders working elsewhere return home to their families. The Penghu Islands are a group of 90 islands that sit off Taiwan's west coast in the Taiwan Strait. Many natives of these islands move to Taiwan's big cities to work and study, but when the Lunar New Year comes around, they return home en masse to visit family. Thanks to Taiwan's success in fighting off COVID 19, this year is no exception. Airlines have increased the size of the planes used to operate flights to the island's main airport, and ferries to the islands are packed too. For many, getting to the islands is just the beginning of a long journey home. Most transit links from Taiwan stop at the island's main town, Ma Gong, but there are 90 islands in total, and further ferry trips leaving from Ma Gong are the only way to get to most of them. It's no wonder that people started leaving early, getting up before dawn on Wednesday to set out. Once the holiday is over, they'll do the whole trip again in reverse. It's tiring, but travelers from the island say there's no feeling as good as being at home for the holiday. John Van Trieste, RTI News. Today is Chinese New Year's Eve. A bit similar to Christmas Eve in the West, Chinese New Year's Eve is a family event where family members get together to have a wonderful time. In today's Chinese New Year Encyclopedia, we take a closer look at Chinese New Year's Eve. Chinese New Year Encyclopedia. Chinese New Year's Eve is the most important occasion for Chinese speaking communities all over the world, and it marks the beginning of the Chinese New Year holiday. In Taiwan, the holiday lasts for at least one week, and all schools and offices are closed to celebrate the centuries old festival. On New Year's Eve, family members get together to enjoy a sumptuous feast that includes all kinds of goodies such as fish, chicken, beef, abalone, sea cucumber, Chinese sausage, Chinese ham, rice cakes, veggies, and so on. To symbolize family reunion, an extra pair of chopsticks and one rice bowl will be placed on a dining table for those who couldn't make it due to other obligations such as working on a night shift. Traditionally, the homemade feast for a large family of three or four generations is prepared a week in advance, though more and more people nowadays buy gourmet food to make things easier. In recent years, dining out at a fancy restaurant or a five star hotel on New Year's Eve has become a popular growing trend, and bookings are closed early. Customers are willing to pay exorbitant prices. The sky's the limit for some, but some say the practice lacks the traditional family festivities. Children love Chinese New Year's Eve because that's the only day they get to stay up late until the wee hours. Parents make the exception for them so they don't miss the excitement of welcoming the new year at midnight by setting off firecrackers. 
They are also allowed to gamble with cards and dice games together with adults. What's more, children will get some lucky money from their parents and grandparents after the New Year's Eve dinner. Enclosed in red envelopes, the so-called lucky money is supposed to get rid of evil spirits. Though the amount is usually fairly small, the extra allowance certainly brightens their holiday. In Chinese-speaking communities, rituals that show reverence for ancestors or deceased family members are an integral part of traditional festivals. On New Year's Eve, some families will perform a simple ritual ceremony by burning paper money or incense sticks, or bowing or kneeling down in front of an ancestral tablet. Others will visit their family graveyard in the following days to pay their respects. In a symbolic gesture, some people will also offer food to their ancestors, and each meal is freshly prepared. And now a New Year's greeting to all of our listeners from President Tsai Ing-wen. Dear friends, this is Tsai Ing-wen. Over the past year, we overcame the challenges we faced. Moving forward, let's continue to work together. I wish everyone happiness, health, and peace in the year of the ox. Thanks for joining me for the news. I'm John Van Trieste. Stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.